Turn your radio down. Turn your radio down. It's your boy Kyle T here with Miss Maria T. Here with the lounge. Here with the lounge. What's going on, everybody? Happy to be here with the fourth episode. And, you know, um, we're going to talk about a really hot topic tonight. We want to do something different. And technically speaking, I was really going to do this last week, but changed my mind because I wanted to make sure that I got my words together. But um, before we do get um, started with this, um, just so you guys will know that as far as going to our Facebook page, uh, which is um, TK Lake, which is on Facebook, but then also Instagram, um, which is Lounge99. So you guys can find us on um, Instagram there. But without further ado, we're just going to get right into it. Um, so tonight, um, we're going to be talking about racism in the church. I know it's not the most popular thing to really talk about, especially during times like this and throughout the past couple years, um, and decades and so on and so forth. Um, being a part of different churches and different diversities and things like that, predominantly African-American, predominantly Caucasian churches that I've in my family, myself, we've been a part of, you know, it's one of those things where you know it's in the church, but we're not saying anything about it or we're accepting it as though it's okay. You know, we know we go to churches with, you know, church with different people and different colors and different cultures. And, you know, you have God's word, which is the standard and that should be the standard. But at the same time, we've all seen the favoritisms in church. We've all seen, you know, the different um, cliques um, and, and so on and so forth. So I felt that really important for us to talk about that, especially during these times. Um, we're at a point now. And yeah, you know, coronavirus is going on and a lot of people are at home and churches are not open. But at the same time. Maybe it's a good thing that the church is not open right now so we can start focusing on things like this, um, these topics as far as racism and other topics that we will be bringing up later on. Uh, what made me bring it up as far as the topic of racism is, is one of those things that I personally have had an issue with just in general, even before, you know, uh, being in church and, and, and being a Christian and, and so on and so forth. I've always known that when you become a Christian, just in general, all that stuff flies out the window as, as far as, you know, um, just as far as race and color and things like that, because it should go out the window. Yes, <laughs> it should. Keywords should definitely go out the window, and and somewhere in there, I think we're we're definitely still missing it. Um, but yeah, I became a Christian and everything else, and you know, I've been a part of like most other people. You know, you've been a part of a church for decades or years, and or you've been a part of a different church. But somewhere in there, I understand that people in the world are definitely going to be 
become or there or there's forms of racism and and things like that but in the church i guess the biggest question that i've always wanted to ask was why is it that we're dealing with this in the church when we're all supposed to be a part of one body you know jesus died for all and something i definitely believe in i understand that people or you know people when they become christians or there are people out there that say they're christians and everything else but they hide behind the word as far as the quote-unquote christian because it's a safe place for them so people won't know that that person has issues and forms of racism on the inside and no matter if it's color no matter if it's you know um you know if they don't necessarily care for women in a sense or they don't care for children whatever it is but since we're talking about racism we're really talking about racism as far as color tonight you know so I did want to start off with a scripture tonight and um a friend of ours posted this question at us and I'm gonna kind of start with that um and that was they asked why is it that you know there are some people even Christians and people who aren't Christians who want to really know as far as okay the color of Jesus or you know if Jesus is this color or whatnot why we you know why do we worship Jesus if you if he's not this color or that color and so on and so forth so to kind of break it down and I'm just going to use one scripture um, it's really um, John 4 24 of course that is New Testament um, so I'm going to read the Amplified version like I always do but it says in John 4 verse 24 God is a spirit a spiritual being and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth in parentheses it says reality so just to kind of debunk that in a sense God is no shade of quote unquote color the bible says that God puts on light as a garment so technically speaking color has nothing to do with God it's a it's awesome the fact that he's created color with all of us to give us our our purpose and our own identity not so much as the social status or things that we've been brought up with or things that you know we grew up listening to that have shaped our identity but it's this, it's this word that shapes our identity and who we are supposed to be in him and in Christ because of what Christ has already done so to just get rid of that it doesn't matter what color Jesus was a matter of fact I don't even care he died for my sins and because he died for my sins I can live my life freely through through him and worship God freely and go to the throne of God freely and give my petitions to him and give my heart to him and give my love and affection to him so let's just start off just by putting that out there how important that is that has nothing to do with anything yes we deal with certain issues and things on this earth but you know i feel like somewhere in there as christians we've kind of we've allowed throughout the decades and throughout the years you know for us to not speak up on certain issues from 
um, injustice to um, interracial dating to race, race. sexuality. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, we have not done our part in speaking up on this, you know. Um, and that, I think that's my other question is, is why isn't the church speaking out on these issues? You know, I feel like we've become so much like the world that we feel and think as though the world does in regards to politics, our feelings, that we don't say anything because we will see the real us and the issues that we deal with on an everyday basis. Right. You know, you want to say something? I'm sorry. We're just too busy trying to keep the world happy. We have basically lowered our standards in order to heighten our how do I want to say to heighten our reputation. Yeah. Now it's about reputation. Now it's about who can we stay in good with. As long as we stay in good with them, you know, we'll still, you know, have our mega churches or we'll still have our reps intact. You know, we don't want we want we don't want our name rubbed through the mud because if we start speaking on this stuff then we're gonna get backlash. Yeah. But that's what walking in a true fellowship with God is about. You get backlash because God's word is right. It's what's right. Sets the standard. It's, it's what sets the standard. I mean, bottom line, you know, how many times have, you know, you've been a part, have you ever actually visited church, no matter if it's predominantly Hispanic, Asian, African American, Caucasian, or whatever, and, you know, you visit a church and you see people who have visited your church in particular, and, you know, they become a part of the church and they join the church and they become a Christian based off of what God's word says. And they're believing that everybody in, in that church is just like them in a the sense of, I was a sinner. Jesus has saved me. I believe his word and I believe in him. So this is why I am here because I need someone who can, who can, whose blood can wash my sins away. But then also at the same time, we expect that person, you know, to worship like us, to do things just like, quote unquote, us. Not so much as the church anymore, but as far as the, the predominant race in that church. There's like, they're supposed to conform to black worship or we're supposed to conform to white worship. We've always had that conversation. Why is there gospel music, Christian music? Why not kingdom music? Kingdom music, exactly. You know, and we do, we have to bridge the gap which is what the name of this topic is bridging the gap you know and and me being a huge actually both of us very very huge music lovers and that is how many you, you all in your cities or your you know where you live or wherever state that you're in you know you have two to three different Christian radio stations one playing quote unquote Christian music the other one playing quote-unquote gospel music, but then we're not integrating the two as though they're two different entities, but they're both representing our love and our affection for Christ and for God and and for who he is in our life. Yeah, we all have one job, and we should be, be able to come together on all different planes and still be effective 
in the same area. It's yeah, still the absolutely. same thing. It just sounds different, and we have to be accepting of different sounds. We have to be accepting of people's the way people, different people preach, the way they, you know, speak. They may have a little twang in their voice. They may have a little country, a little slur, a little, you know. But it's like we're all here to do one job. You know, when we're doing what God tells us to do, and when we are walking in the Spirit of God and flowing with the Holy Spirit, we are all here to accomplish the same goals, just in different perspectives. Exactly. You know, I think at this point, you know, yes, we, yes, Jesus has come back soon. Let me be the first one to say that. I'm not going to separate and sugarcoat anything, no matter if you believe it or not, no matter if it's your first time hearing it or not. The Bible talks about a specific, uh, I'm sorry, a specific time where Jesus is literally going to come back. And I find it amazing with him getting ready to come back that we're so worried about, okay, you know, certain rights and certain privileges and and things like that and this is <laughs> and this is the church that's yeah and when i mean the church i'm not talking about the four walls of the church i'm talking about people of god people who have given their lives the to body. christ the body. the body the church body where we act as though like we're the, like like the rest of the world instead as the world is out there acting a fool right now and there is, you know, different divisions and segregations and, and, and so on and so forth. Yes, we see police killings and things like that and videos and, and all those things that, like, everybody else does. We we do. But at the same time, what is the church doing about it? What is the church saying about it? We've been kind of just sit, sitting back waiting for the next blessing to come in. And we're not saying anything because... Oh, God, that's just awful. Well, you know, let's just pray about it. Okay, no, it's more than just pray about it. Let's talk on it. Let's bring this up in discussions. Let's start p- bridging these gaps as far as saying, okay, if if we all believe in God's word, if we all believe in this same Christ that saved us all, the one who filled us with his precious Holy Spirit, and we know what God wants, why are we not doing it? What actually persuades our decisions as far as how we respond to things? You know, like, okay, is it our feelings? Is it our, the way we look at socialism as far as, okay, how everybody else does in the world? Or are we really looking at God's word and saying, okay, this is what God's word says about this subject? Is this what God's word really says about that subject and really, really breaking it down, taking out the time to really study and understand God's word, looking at commas and semicolons and colons and things like that. And really taking that practical, that practical information that we all learned back in school and applying it to God's word and really understanding this is what God is saying about all of these things. You know, we're all quote unquote brothers and sisters of Christ. But we don't act like it in the church. We don't try to. We don't want to. Or, you know, it's okay for you to have your different, your friends of different races and things like that. But then at the same time, sometimes you don't even want to be seen with certain people of the same race. I mean, of different races, excuse me. Because you feel that someone is going to say something. You know, I, I, I feel like it's 
sad, but also it's pathetic. Even those that are in church and you can have children or, you know, or it could be you and that's out there single right now or in the dating scene right now, wanting to be with somebody of a different race, but you're so worried about what somebody else is going to say or what somebody else is going to think or what other people are going to say in a church. It's time out for that. You know, I'm not saying racism is going to go away, but I, I do feel like this. Us as a block, I'm sorry, as a body of believers, I do feel like if we stepped up and said no more of this, if our pastors, our leaders in church said enough of this, Bridge the gap. How do we bridge this gap? And it's not so much as how. We got the answer right in front of us. Some majority of us have the answer right at home, which is your Bible. The B-I-B-L-E, that's the book for me. I stand upon the word of God as the B-I-B-L-E. But you have the answer, but are you actually taking that Bible, opening it up, looking at scriptures, looking up scriptures? Trying to find scriptures. I mean, you know, I even go on Google and try to find scriptures pertaining to certain topics that we're even talking about right now. So I know if I can do it, I know you can do it. I mean, just bottom line. So, again, where are you all at as far as your mindsets and how you feel about racism? You know, yes, we we live in a world where things like this have happened since since before slavery and, and after slavery and everything else. But you know something? When you became a Christian and you and you took on being a, a, being a Christian saying, this is what I want to be and this is who I want to be, okay, being a Christian comes with its perks and its benefits also. But also it comes with when you speak out on issues like this, People are not going to like you. Yeah, Christians. It's yeah, it's called backlash. Yeah. I mean, let's just call it what it is. There are gonna be Christians that are gonna hear this and like, I don't, I don't feel like what you said is correct. And you know something? I don't care. And, and you're gonna hear this from me right now. I literally don't care how you feel in regards to that. It has to be talked about. No matter if you have to face face racism within yourself, at least get grab the word of word of God, which is like a mirror for us to look at the flaws and those those things and the crud in your eyes and, and all this other stuff, that's what it's like. Okay, I need to look at God's word to look at myself, not so much as pay, um, pointing back at one race or another race, but it's for you. It's for me. When I look at God's word and I can I know for a fact that it could pertain to someone I know, I need to be pointing the finger at myself before I even try talking about anybody else. Right. But yeah, if you know if you're hearing this and you don't agree with anything I'm saying tonight, maybe this message is not for you. And I'm okay with that. My feelings will not be hurt. I mean, bottom line, you can post it on social media, you can tell you can tell me how you feel and you can turn red in the face or blue in the face and and kick and scream and holler, but until you, we start facing these issues right now, right. nothing's going to get done. Right. We can't wait for politicians and you know the the leaders of the, of this country or and just in general no matter if it's the house government president whoever i mean yes the bible clearly tells for uh, lets us know as christians pray for these people pray for them because guess what they're not going to follow 
what God's word says. They may pick and choose what they want, but us as Christians and real Christians, they're out there that feel and know God's heart, who take his word seriously in all aspects, need to understand that it's us as the church that's going to make some noise, that's going to do the rumbling in the earth. We're the salt of the earth. Bottom line, if we're salt of the earth, that means we got us a little flavor. I'm sorry, I don't like bland foods. I love going outside and I love grilling and I love to put seasonings and things like that. But if it ain't got no salt, that's some nasty food. It can smell good. It can have the flavor. But without no salt, what's the point? So we have to make some noise. We have to bring a little rumble to the earth. We got to bring a rumble to this nation and the and the rest of the world, no matter where you're at or what race you are part of, what country you come from. If you are a frail, bona fide, show enough Christian that has the spirit of God living on the inside of you and you pray the sinner's prayer and you build on a relationship with Christ and, and you are a Christian, you need to say something. Period. Here it is. We're dealing with the viruses out there right now as we speak. I'm sorry, a virus does not care what color you are, how old you are, how young you are, how good you look, how ugly you look. How, how, much, money you how much money you have. If you got money, if you don't have money. It could care less about your credit score. If you got the best credit score, if you don't have the best credit score. It does not care. It looks There's for... no respect for Yeah, it's no respect for a person. It's looking for a host to hook up with so it can do what it needs to do. What What is that? Making people sick and people are dying right now. That's what it does. And that's one thing that I just <laughs> I just read. And somebody said, and this statement is so true, and it said, COVID-19 is one of the viruses. The other virus is racism. The difference is one is temporary and the other stays like a cancer. Yikes. So let's all guess which one is the cancer. Because we all know the virus is temporary. But racism. It's been around. For Generations. It is a cancer. And the first thing we, you know, like right now, if you think about actual cancer, for years, people have always said, there's got to be a cure for cancer. I know there's a cure for cancer. Well, guess what? There's a cure for racism also. But at the same time, are, are we actually putting up the prescription out there? That's the question. Are we literally putting it out there? Has to be a will. Yes. There's a will to change. Do you want to change? Exactly. Change starts enough. If we want to see change, change has to start with us. If we're not willing to put out the change, there will be no change. Zero. And that's what we have to start looking at. I talked to a woman maybe about mm, two, three days ago, and I work in customer service. Not saying for which company, because they ain't none of your business. But, <laughs> but... I remember talking to her on the phone and the lady literally said that I, the way I treated her as far as me just being nice and being who I am as a Christian because she didn't even know I'm, I'm a Christian but there should be something on the inside of us as far as our relationship that spills over on the rest of this earth. And the first thing she says, thank you so much for treating me kindly because with all this stuff that's going on, people are being nasty People are being very mean towards one another. But I, she said, I could literally say that you've treated me with kindness 
And I just want to say thank you. I didn't know what color this woman was, nor did I even care. I can I can get make a guesstimate, um, guess some type of guess and say you know based off of words that she was using, she could have been a she could have been this race, but that doesn't mean anything to me. A person is a person. It's about character. It's about who you are, you know. And we got to get past these issues. We got to get past certain social issues. We have to get past. Okay, you're part of this church. This is how we do things in this church as far as this race, as far as how we worship God. We're running people away from the church. Not from the church. We're running people away from Christ. That's what we're doing. And us as Christians are going to have to face that one day if we don't get it together. You know, I see, and just like you, you see it all the time, as far as, okay, there are Christians that are out there that post stuff as far as racism and things like that, but then it comes across as though we agree with certain things. And it's like when people look at your social media, your social media says who you really are in a sense as far as what you <laughs> what does. you speak, what you believe. It, says a lot about it really says a lot about you. You can have to be careful with that. You have to be careful with things like that. Social media. <laughs> you know, if you're gonna post something, post something that's going to spread the gospel. Put something out there that's going to spread some love. Something that's going to be effective. Yeah. Effective in your walk. Effective with people. You know, we just have mm-hmm. to learn how to be effective, you know, in the body of Christ. And not be, you know, an added virus to the already spreading infection in the world. You know, Absolutely. we're supposed to be effective in be a cure and <laughs> once again bridge the gap between ignorance and being right you know and <laughs> it's yeah. gotta we gotta meet in the middle and just bridge that bridge gap. that gap we do um, <laughs> we do a scripture that I ran across and you guys can definitely read this later on also but I'm just gonna give it to you um, but there's a scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 11 through 21. But it talks about us being ambassadors for Christ. There's no way in the world I could be an ambassador for Christ if I'm literally, if I'm always thinking about my quote-unquote race yeah. as far as color. That's not what Christ died for me. That's not why he came to this earth to, to to die for one race. I don't care one race makes it seem like okay, you know, he, he died for this in particular race or that race. Go back and reread that word and tell me what it really says as far as the things that he went through, the beatings that he went through, the things that he dealt with Pharisees and Sadducees, you know, um, things that he dealt with, with the Jews in general, you know, I mean, my gosh, he even the the gospel end up in end up being what for Gentiles just as well, basically mean heathen ones that were not Jews. So if the word became for everybody, it's not about race. So how, there's no way in the world I could be an ambassador for Christ and still have these racial issues on the inside of me. I need to leave that at the door. I need to. There's some things I need to go back and look back on and and say, God, you know, I've had issues with racism since I was a kid. This happened to me. These this group of people did me like this. How do I get over that? 
if you go back and listen to some of the messages that we've actually put out, it'll teach you how to do that. Yeah. Also, but since we're beyond that, we're on a new topic now. The thing is, is that you have to look at yourself. My gosh, I mean, I've faced racism many a times from being a kid to becoming a young adult to being an adult from from job to being stopped while, you know, being being the race that I am. I've been stopped by the police just going into a neighborhood to, to go house looking. Yeah. I, I mean, literally. But it didn't stop me from, you know, it didn't make me hate the person that stopped me or the people that stopped me. Or it didn't make me, you know, dislike the people that did me wrong when I was little. It did not. I'm going to love you regardless because that's what God's word says that I should do. I understand that in heaven, yeah, there it doesn't matter. There's not necessarily a race of people. It's people. It's God's chosen people that are there. People that have died or and live their life for Christ here or living their life with Christ right now. I get tired of hearing the old cliche. Oh, when we get to heaven, you know, there ain't going to be a white side. There ain't going to be a black side. ain't going to be Hispanic <laughs> side. And in your mind, you're, you're sitting there and you're thinking like, how many times do I have to hear this? But I get it. People say it to try to use that to unite people when you have people of different color uniting as one to worship one God, one true king. And I get that and I understand that. But at the same time, as we're hearing it, we agree with it. We shout, yeah, we do all those things in church. But at the church, later on in the week, somebody of a different race makes you angry or they say something to you or they cut their eyes at you some some type of way that you don't like or you get somebody on the phone that's a part of customer service in a different country and you can't understand them and then you're sitting up there and get angry with them. I don't know why they allow these people to get sit up there and have these kind of jobs. <laughs> like, okay, everybody faces racism. It's about how you're going to respond to it. That's right. So... I don't have too much to say other than that, you know, just where do we start bridging the gap? When do we start making noise? When do we start doing the things that we need to do as Christians to speak out on issues like this? Again, we have leaders that are in office right now, leaders before the leader that's in office and so on and so forth. How many of us actually took out the time to really pray for them in the midst of of them running the country or were we so interested in the fact of people meeting our needs and our feelings as far as I'm going to vote for this because I don't agree with this when there's all lesser evils on both sides. (laughs) I know probably someone you all didn't want to hear that. I don't care. You're a Christian. And if you are a Christian, you should be standing up and saying something. And if you're not a Christian, thank you so much for listening. And taking out time to hear that because you know something, and when you hear real Christians talk about things like this, it's about us really getting together to make one body for the body of Christ. That's what it's about. I don't care about your color. I don't care about how you speak. I don't care if you have a lazy eye. I don't care if your mom is Creole and your dad's German. I don't care. That means absolutely Jack Bo Diddley squat to me right now. I just want to know, do you have the spirit of Christ living on the inside of you? If you don't, let me tell you about him. Let me tell you how he died for my sins. 
and what he can do for you. That right there is what really matters. You have anything you want to add? Nope. Well, whoop, there it is. So with that being said. And he drops the mic. And I drops the mic <laughs> on that. But other than that, I just want to say thank you all so much for listening. You could have turned it off. You you could have said, I'm good. This is not for me. And, and if it isn't for you, thanks for just taking out time to listen just in general. But we'll catch you on the next show. Um, got another hot topic coming up next week. But I'm going to have a special guest with me next week and everything. So... Miss Maria is going to take a break <laughs> as me and this next guest get down and busy That's for right. this next message. Again, you guys can find us on um, Facebook. Facebook at TK Lake. And we also have a, a Facebook page connected to the TK Lake, which is Lounge 99. And then also our Instagram is at Lounge 99. We just, you know, update you with on there. If you don't have Facebook, that we have downloaded, you know, a new uh, podcast. So, yep, you can follow us there. And if you do make it to the end of this, just leave a little smiley face emoji and we'll know that you made it to the end of this. So <laughs> Yes, please let us know. And then also with this, please share. Please share with people who don't know God. Please share the ones who do know God and have a relationship with them. Because everybody needs to hear this. And we need to start looking at ourselves in this and seeing where we fall in line. And so then we will holler at you later on. Thanks for listening to the the uh, lounge. I almost said the journey. My gosh, I don't know what the heck that is. But thank we you for listening. We are on a journey, right? <laughs> so thanks for listening to the lounge. We'll catch you next week. God bless. God keep you. Peace. Peace.